All right, welcome back. Obviously, we've been football heavy this week. Michigan with a national title. Uh, 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 An unbelievable turnaround by Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Uh, And Lions going into their first home playoff game in, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, 150 years. It's been forever. But the other football team in this town, one that I've uh, become close with and and obviously uh, called games for here on WJR last year is the Michigan Panthers. And the USFL made some huge news uh, when there was a merger with the XFL. And that means that there's some players moving around uh, on these teams. And to help us break it all down is Mike Nolan, the head man of the Michigan Panthers. Coach, it's good to have you back. Yeah, it's nice to be on with you. I've missed you. I haven't seen you for a few months. Uh, it's been a while. It feels like a long time. Um, but but th- <laughs> this team is going through some, some I-, I think, some some really nice changes. You've brought in some new guys. How is this offseason going into the the spring of 2024 differed from last year for you? Uh, well, we have we have six of our eight coaches will be returning, so I had to hire two new coaches, and I'm really excited about our offensive coordinator, Marcel Bellevue, who was uh, the offensive coordinator for the Stars, mm-hmm. uh, the Philadelphia Stars, and that obviously they were one of the teams that uh, are no longer uh, going to be in the league, and so he was available. But they've been you know they've been one of the best offenses the last couple of years, so that's one of the things that's really got me excited this off season. Uh, and like I said, the six returning coaches is is a is a real plus. Um, outside of that, you mentioned it uh, right just a minute ago, and that's the uh, we had that mini dispersal draft the other day, which was the uh, which players we were all there was the four teams that were I'm going to use the word terminated from from our USFL from the from the final eight teams. So four of them were gone, and we were able to choose from those four teams. So almost 200 players we were able to choose from, and we were able to choose 20. But not only us, but Birmingham, Houston, and Memphis were also in that same draft. And, and I really felt good about what we did. We, we took 20 players. You could have stopped anywhere along the line you wanted to, but uh, I really feel good about the 20 we added to our squad. So uh, I'm excited to get a chance to work with them. And many of them were players that we played against that we really felt were, uh, that actually gave us, you know, gave us our run for our money during the game. So mm-hmm. we're excited about it. You know, I, I think that, there has been a, a concerted effort and, and obviously Daryl Johnston and, and company have done a really nice job of trying to make spring football a viable league, not only for fans, especially here in Detroit with, with the heritage of the Michigan Panthers, but, but around the country, but it, it's really geared towards giving these athletes, giving these players an opportunity to, to continue to chase that dream out of college. And that's playing in the NFL. So this does very much seem to be uh, um, has the staying power. And, and now that the UFL has been created, the, the USFL and the XFL merging, what do you what do you look at in terms of the landscape of this new league? How do you how do you go about planning at this point in the season getting ready for 2024? Well, first off, I'll, I'll agree with you uh, and build on a couple of things you said. And one is I really think this has got stay power for a lot of reasons. A couple of them are, number one, there's not two leagues competing against each other as there was the last year uh, with the XFL and the USFL. Now we're one league. Um, they're going to, you know, they'll start out with eight teams as opposed to using all 16. I think that's, that's an intelligent way to start. Um, and we're doing things a little simpler the first year. We're going to consider this, I think you could say, the first year. But the, the talent pool is going to be much greater than it's been in the past. You know, the thing I think the fans need to realize 
is uh, we had about, oh, I don't know, 15 to 20% of our football team that either stayed throughout the year with the NFL team or tried out. So that was just our team alone. So a lot of the players that they'll be watching in the spring are players that will go into the NFL. And and uh, I think one of the things that's really great is, is, is there even going to be more – I think the percentage is even going to be larger from each team now because, like I said, 16 teams down to eight, the talent pool, it's a lot more competitive now to get a, get a spot on one of these rosters than it was a year ago for that exact reason because there's just less teams. So I think that's a, you know, that's a real plus for it. I think the, team, the cities that they chose – to continue uh, with teams was the right choice, just not just because we're one of them, but I think from a market standpoint, it's really strong. I do believe down the road they'll probably continue to add some teams, and who knows where it'll go down the road. But um, you know, I, I just I just think it's really got that. One of the things that I really like about it too is I do like the rules that we have. Yeah, there's some I don't I guess you could say experimental rules for the NFL, but in my eyes, after being in the NFL as long as I was. Um, these these things are things that should have been adopted long time ago, and they still haven't been adopted. Some of them, but they need to go there. You know, whether it's the onside kick, making it a fourth and twelve mm-hmm. rather than onside kick. You know, no one even has a chance on an onside kick. It's kind of a it's kind of a waste of a play. It doesn't even have any excitement because the chances are so slim. Whereas the fourth, well, it's, and 12, it's it's it can be fluky. It can be lucky in some instances. Yeah, but you are. But again, now you're now you're uh, you just said it. You're kind of hoping. It's it's a luck thing. Yeah. If you get lucky, you get well. You don't want to win a game because you're lucky. With a fourth and twelve, you can out execute your opponent. Yep. And uh, and I think that's a that's a real plus. You know, the thirty five second clock where the game goes a little bit faster. The three point play after after a touchdown possibly at the ten yard line. Uh, and in, and I tell you one that's really that I think should be should have been adopted a long time ago by the NFL is the the pass interference in our league is, is not a spot foul. It's a 15-yard penalty like yep. it is in college, unless it's a flagrant foul. That's the way it ought to be. Mm-hmm. And in the NFL, it's always, you know, it's always uh, a spot foul, which when you think about it, if you, throw, if you just throw a 40-yard pass down the sideline uh, and you get interference down in the, in the end zone, the ball goes on the one-yard line, that's like, that's like going over the speed limit five yeah. miles an hour and, and getting a death penalty. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. Um, and they still haven't adopted that yet, but I wish they would because it, it, it really is, is a better rule for the NFL. So things like that are a lot of reasons why I'm really excited about uh, not only what we do as, as a league, but what we can do in helping out the NFL. You, you've dipped into a, a pretty good talent pool here in the state of Michigan with Michigan State. You drafted Jared Horse last year. You were hoping he was going to be around. He was testing the NFL. Brian Lewerke coming back for you. He was a late season acquisition last year for the Panthers. Um, And you bring in Kenny Willekes, the linebacker kind of defensive end hybrid who is a relentless pass rusher. What do you make of the talent coming out of of some of the, the universities here in this state? Well, look, there's a lot of good football. Uh, Michigan, as you already stated, Michigan won the national championship. I mean, you don't you don't win the national championship with coaching alone. I mean, it's, it starts with players. So there's a lot of good players in mm. the in this area, whether it's whether it's Michigan State, Michigan, or all the schools that are in this area. And we've got rights to those teams. The other thing we have rights to are the teams in the NFL that are in this area or in this division, I should say, teams mm-hmm. like Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit. Uh, Chicago, you know, we get we have first rights to those players. Yeah. So the talent in this level, from a youth standpoint, is really good, um, and that's a real plus for yeah. us. And, 
like I said, we get to pull from some teams too. They're pretty good. Naturally, with Detroit getting so good now, it'd be nice if they kind of, you know, uh, when a team gets better like Detroit has, yeah. the bottom of the roster gets flushed out. Yep. And those are a lot of time the guys we get. Right. Those are good players good. still. Yeah. Yeah. Now they are. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Well, Coach, uh, I hope you had a nice Christmas. I uh, hope you and Kathy had a nice new year. It's good to talk with you, and we'll talk again very soon. I look forward to it. Thank you very much. Yep. Great being on with you. You got it. That's the head coach of the Michigan Panthers, Mike Nolan, right here on WJR. All right, we got to take a break. New polling shows some bad news for Joe Biden. We'll talk about it next on JR Afternoon.